You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. Facial fillers are something that we all talk about and we all really, really have an opinion on them. And when I see you in office hours, we talk a lot about all the different ones that are out on the market, all the ones that you could have injected in different areas of the face and even the body now. But something that I wanted to make sure that we really hone in on, because I find myself talking about this all the time during office hours, right before I'm doing all my injectables, are three things that are really key to understanding why one of your girlfriends may look a little bit ridiculous and they had the same filler that I may be telling you would be the best one for your face. And then you say, well, wait a minute. I saw Betty She's my friend and she looks ridiculous with that filler. So that can't be the one that I want to get. Or you may have seen someone on TV and you come in and you're very, 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 you know, worried that because you saw that star or that famous person on TV or on an Instagram or something like that, and they may look so ridiculous that you go, oh my God, I don't think I want to do any facial fillers because I saw person X and they look crazy. So I want to make sure that I am not so much dispelling um, wives' tales or dispelling rumors. I want to make sure you understand what goes into making sure that your facial injectable is exactly what you want and not one of those things that you don't want or something that you saw on Instagram or a social media post or one of your friends. So here we go. Three things. The first is you need to choose the right product for the area that's being injected. Now, that statement by itself is very, very complicated, trust me. Because I am one of the people that teach this stuff for the Allergan company that makes the Botox and the Juvederms. And I also teach for Galderma that makes the Dysport and the Restylin products. And I'm on the palate training facilities and all of that stuff. So when I tell you that these companies spend literally their entire lives in understanding the rheology, which is the makeup of these products and which ones need to go in certain parts of the face and which ones shouldn't go in certain parts of the face. Trust me when I tell you it's very, very over-the-top interesting, but it's also very complex and it's definitely not something for this podcast. But my point is that there are a lot of really, really, really smart people that work for these companies and that are working on bringing new ones to the market all the time. Because in Europe, there's a lot more than we have in the United States. So the understanding of the rheology, the, the way these 
injectable products are made up and what's in them has a lot to do with where you would like to have them injected into your face or body. So the first thing that really is important when we're talking about how to make things look natural, how to make things look the way you want them to look so you don't get scared and you don't get you know, freaked out that you're going to have some kind of an odd look to yourself when you leave after getting facial fillers is making sure that the product that's being chosen is the appropriate one for that area. An example would be if you're trying to inject the nasolabial folds or those smile lines in someone, you wouldn't want to choose something that was very, very, very volumizing because you're going to make them look um, very odd. In the middle of their face, they're going to look too puffy and it's going to look unnatural. It's not going to look like something you would want to look at. And that's possibly one of the things you may have seen, you know, from the Instagram or your friends. It's just the wrong product for that area. Similarly, if you're putting something in someone's lips and you went with something that was way too volumizing, you may end up getting lips that just don't look natural. They may be much bigger, but they just don't look like they're supposed to look that way. Okay, that's number one. Number two, the depth of the injection. Now again, we're taking these packaged products that come with a certain needle or cannula that you're going to need to use to get that product somewhere into the tissues or the face that we're looking to inject. So the depth of which we're looking to use that product is the next very important thing to think about. Because just like I said with the first part, number one, if you're using a really thick kind of volumizing filler, you're going to want to place that in a in a location in the depth, in a three-dimensional way of looking at things closer to the bony aspects of the face. And there are certain, again, products from their rheology and from the way they're made, those products are supposed to be placed closer or on top of the coating of the bone. So this may be a product that we're using, let's say, to give you more chin projection or to make the angle of your mandible sharper so that your jawline looks more defined. These products would be something like that. They're going to be firmer because they're going to mimic what a bony feel would feel like. So naturally, you wouldn't want to be placing something like that in the lips. And you wouldn't want to be placing something like that too superficial, meaning too close to the skin, because it's going to feel too hard. I hope everybody's following me with this because these are the really three key things. So that's the second part is the depth at which this product that we have chosen now is supposed to go. And the very last one of the three is the person doing your injection. And again, getting comfortable with the person that's doing the injection and making sure that that person really has done all the training and everything else that goes into understanding all of these things is very important because it also has a lot to do 
with understanding what's lying underneath that skin from a safety standpoint. Where are the nerves and the vessels and the, the problems that could be associated with putting these products in certain regions of the face where you may not want to be heading? So again, those three things are the three things that are most important when you're really thinking about doing facial fillers. And for the most part, being able to discuss those three things when you go to your plastic surgeon or your dermatologist or whomever you're going to see, it would be great to have that conversation in advance to say, listen, this is what I'm looking for. This is the goal that I'm going for and showing photos of things that you don't like or things that you do like. We've been doing that as plastic surgeons forever. Patients will bring in pictures of their of noses on certain celebrities or people that they like. They may bring in a picture of a breast uh, augmentation or a picture of women in bikinis to show me kind of the way they're looking for their breasts to look. Similarly, you could do that with facial fillers nowadays. So keep all these things in mind because we know that this non-surgical face lifting and this uh, way of like restoring more um, more youthful qualities to the face is really at the top of the list of things that people are coming in to talk about. So for you to really have a good understanding about it and not necessarily be scared to embark upon those types of things, I think knowing these three issues would be very important for you. You've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be back again with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.